All right. Well, we are now joined. Oh, first off, how did I forget? Welcome to Crying for Information. There is a 100% chance you will get a testosterone rise while listening to this beast. Crying for Information is brought to you by Casey's Finances. If you need help in the New England area, he is your guy in a suit and tie. He's literally wearing a suit and tie right now. Casey, everyone. So now I can do the f- proper intro because I forgot the, the ad and the your uh, testosterone level. Um, tonight we have Casey, you know, in a full <laughs> phantom attire. I can't get over this. Casey, welcome to the pod. Oh, Casey, are you okay? I used your full name or do we have to restart? Hey, no, I don't care. I'm fine. Yeah, I know. But, oh. I'm gonna you're Nucci in the huddle. I already gave crazy. So, um, Nucci, welcome on. Uh, thoughts about joining the pod tonight? I'm really excited. I was gonna do it anyway, but it was kind of fun just to give everybody a hard time. So we're good. Yeah. Um, to add on to it, did you really miss a date? Um, no. This chick, I was. It wasn't fully a date. I was gonna hang out with a girl and like watch a movie and eat food. And I told her to come over later. So that's fine. Oh, still works out. Still a plan. Um, well, it's so great to have you on. I think we have now completed the Buffalo Triangle and have had the full group there from um, you, Carzo, and Deech. Uh, mm-hmm. All we got to get now is um, half on the pod because that's Zoe's boy. But welcome. Uh, I'm happy that you're here. And I think you're. Time out, 30. I think half would actually do it if you asked them. Yeah, I definitely. Um, yeah. Might not be a bad idea. You're like, oh yeah, I'd love to. Um, <laughs> but welcome to the pod. So happy for you to be here. Um, so for our listeners, Casey and I have a great agenda tonight. Um, Going to be some good stuff. But as always, other than last week, we'll jump in right to week six. No, we don't need to beat around the bush. We don't need a dog around the bush. We need to dig through the bush. Um, so you know, we'll start outside of both of us. The first game we can break down. We may as well get there right away. The Beast Cox versus the Cake Stand Sams. Um, so this was a big week when it came to lollies, um, the new the new term for money, I guess, unless I've, I've not. Um, but we had some lollies, uh, and the first one, the lollies up for grabs, obviously. The first one was the Beast Cox, um, who had 143 points and beat the Cake Stand Sam to 109. Um, Casey, how do you feel about Josh Allen's performance on Monday night? You know, obviously, everybody knows I'm a big Bills fan. The Bills lost. It was an entertaining game. I don't hate them going for it. I hate that he slipped, but I think he had a pretty good stat line. He played a pretty good game. I think he threw for three. Might have ran one in. I know he caught a two-point conversion. He had a good game. Yeah, exactly. The reason I mentioned that, he had 28 for um, the Beast Cox, leading scorer. Dalvin Cook with 21. Adam Thielen with 24. Cortland Sutton with 19. 15 with Kaseki. 11 with the Vikings D. I mean, there's not really much the cake stand Sam's could have done. Still put up a modest 109. Uh, Rogers at 23, Cooper Cup at 29. But other than that, just average around the board. Um, you got any thoughts for these teams right now? Obviously, we'll probably bring them up later. But um, yeah, um, you know, the Beastcocks got absolutely shit on on the pod the week before. And then they yeah. kind of came out and just absolutely put their money where their mouth was and crushed it. So it was quite, cool it's see. quite interesting that we've learned that when you get called out on the pod, um, success follows. So we look at uh, the Daytona Haas daddies after I called them out and also told them, <laughs> talk. 
He has been, I think, undefeated, and Derrick Henry's outscoring our teams by himself pretty much. Um, yeah, I'm going to talk a little bit about the Hostetties later. They're, they're yeah. on a good roll. Yeah, we had um, – who was before that too? Uh, I think we had – you were – you got called out, and you've been playing pretty well. Yeah, you're 4-2. and two. Um, yep. The Learners football team at 5-1. and one. Uh, And also, interesting to note, ever since – the pod has been down on Deech's Peaches. He's one and two uh, and only put up 108 this week. We'll get to him next. But, um, yeah, I think for both these teams, nice game. Beast Cox, obviously, are going to have a lot of trouble beating that. Um, and Sam, we'll see We'll see what happens to Sam when we go over the standings. But sitting at two and four and not feeling good about his team is a dangerous place to be in. Yeah. Yeah. Anything? No. I, I It's tough because now I'm looking at all the scores, right? Like, Kegstan had 109.7. Yeah. He actually would have beat C Max team, which is you know yeah. pretty impressive. No, it was but. one of those games. I mean, he ran into a unit. Um, and I mean it just kind of stinks from there. Great game by the Beast Cox. First time they've kind of let it unload. So it was good to see. Um, next we'll look at we'll finish with the Lollies with the Daytona Haas Daddies finishing with 144 against Take a Shot. Um, 144 to 121, high scoring affair, another tough one, charter with 121. Probably wins in a lot of weeks. Yeah, Charter wins. I mean, he beats almost everybody else, I think, other than yours truly. He would beat pretty much everybody else in the Beescocks. Um, obviously, the Haas Daddies with Derrick Henry is kind of a powerhouse. Yeah. He um, went off against the Bills. So, as someone who played the Haas Daddies last week and put up a fair fight, I think I ended with 120 and still lost. Um when you're going up against Derrick Henry and James Robinson, it's one of those ones you look at and you're like, uh-oh. And then you add in the fact that two was just thrown to Jalen Waddo and Jamar Chase to Joe Burrow. It's like, uh-oh, oh, my God. Um, I, th- I think his team's in a great spot. Like, putting up 144 is a p- big number. But I will say at the same time, um, not, peaking too early would be the wrong way to put it. But uh, if, I just don't know if Derrick or Henry will keep this up full season. It's not a negative thing against Dylan. It is more a fact that the Daytona Haas daddies um, just – it's hard to put this up all season. You know what I mean? I'm going to be honest. I'm kind of on the Derrick Henry bandwagon. He's just so entertaining to watch. I hope he does this every game. Oh, I do I too. He shatters the records and just keeps going, and that will just help Dylan's team. So I don't know if I'm rooting for Dylan's team. But I'm rooting to watch Derrick Henry play fun football. Me too. Um, <laughs> I checked on an NBA wager, a little 20-point comeback by the team I've been on. So I was like, whoa, not a big deal, I wager. Um, but, yeah, his team's a unit. I mean, putting up 144, as I said earlier, is impressive. He had one, two, three players with over 20, including Bur- uh, Derrick Henry with 34. Burrow and uh, Waddle both had 22, 24 area. James Robinson with 17. And then – like his tight end put up uh, seals journey, put up 13. I mean, like I said, like, just like he also is Kyle Pitts who will probably get better as the season. I don't want to, I'm going to be honest too. Like Ricky seals Jones. Like I don't even yeah. know who that is. And he put uh, up almost 14 points. But what I was saying, what I wanted to say is I hate to say it. There's a, I, I mean, if I, I was putting odds on who's going to place their name on the trophy, what team name, not saying to win the championship, but just, you know, what happens when, what happens if it's placed on the uh, trophy. Um, I think he would be at one of the top guys. I would agree with that. Like I, I could Jalen where Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow and uh, Jalen Waddle and also Kyle Pitts are just all having like 15 points a game. And do like, you think that's, 
Dylan getting lucky, or do you think that strategy that he drafted young guys that he knew would play well? I think it's a mix. Um, I mean, uh, you know, I'll pull up the draft really, really quick. It'll take me one second. Um, but if he had for he, I mean, he had the fourth pick and he took Derrick Henry. Um, I was kind of hoping he would either take Henry or Kelsey. The way I looked at it was the guy between those two, I was going to take at five. Um, but he kind of lucked in is the wrong word, obviously. Uh, but he had the fourth pick. So no brainer there. And then I will say um, James Robinson was a no brainer as the second pick because he was pretty one of the best running backs left. I mean, it's a good decision to take him. It's not a flashy name, so it's kind of hard. And then I will say now to give it to his credit, Waddle, Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow. Oh, so here's what I'm saying, right? If I'm looking at Dylan's the Hoss Daddy starting lineup from last week, yeah. wide receiver one, Jamar Chase, wide receiver two, Jalen Waddle, flex position, Kadarius Tony. Like three rookie receivers are just crushing in his starting lineup. I, I'm going to say he's getting luckier. That's all. Yeah, I, I, don't I, I don't know if he can do that every week. Is all I'm saying. No, I I understand your point you're making. I just think that, I mean, he. I think his team. The thing that freaks me out about his team is it seems like a team that's just gonna not like that injury prone. Yeah, that's a good like point. I I can't imagine like, I just don't see a reason why his team would start to suck. Where I could see some teams like, if you're someone who has like the Bucks right now, or like someone with on the Bucks or somebody, um, start falling apart. Well, like not really falling apart, but like your good players get by, like, don't play at the end of the season. So you don't have your best players in the championship game. Like, if Brady, if they benched Brady or, like, um, like Lamar Jackson got benched or something. Obviously, you have Lamar, so I don't wish that upon you. But um, <laughs> Thank you. Like, you understand, like, the thinking of that is, like, either between people who get – I mean, maybe Henry will get one. No, like, what you're, like, his team is made up of cusp – team players that like they're going to play through exactly week 17 you they're going to be fighting they're, um, they're going to be fighting for their spots and points so, well, we had to give uh charter his time prescott with 26 taylor with 28 kind of got screwed over by eckler only having 7.5 points uh charter other than those two didn't have a great week but still ended up with 121 thankfully to the cowboys trayvon Diggs pick six getting 15 points aj green with 16 other than those two uh, all in the low in the mid single digits. So, you know, I think I think Charter's the team also to watch out because Eckler and Prescott. I don't see. I mean, Prescott might be something that gets rested. So that's an interesting thing. I was just gonna say I'm also a big like Dak Prescott's fun to watch and he's very good as long as Dak's throwing the ball. Yeah. I mean, Charter's team will have a shot at winning games. Exactly. That's what I think. Um, so team, and I don't know if he'll ever get Michael Thomas, but I mean, his team looks like it could be a. Uh, forbidden force down the season. But, I did see something. Michael Thomas might come back next week, but it also yeah. could have been just some random tweet from nothing legit. But, um, now what I wanted to mention was that uh, the Sox are down three, two. I stopped being a baseball fan this morning. I just wanted to wake everybody up and let them know I was, I might start being a baseball fan again. Um, but the point, and it's basketball season. Celtics game one is on, so that's why I'm not a fan. You know, it's, once it's Celtics season, it's only football and Celtics. Um, no, no, nothing against the Red Sox, obviously. I'm st- I'll be a fan of them maybe in a couple of days. But uh, the point I want to make with the Red Sox possibly down three two in the series, might Charter be distracted? Yeah, no, Charter's definitely distracted. He's either he's out with his girlfriend drinking right now. Either he'll be that. devastated or be so happy when they're in that it's going to affect his team style of play. 
Ben Simmons like? I don't know. Um, maybe I don't know, but we'll see. So th- yeah, that's the take on that game. Next, before we get to, um, you know, let's actually go to the Learners versus the PD Pablos. Um, this was a barn burner with Cormac winning. I kind of wanted the uh, Bills to lose just because I kind of like when the top teams lose and like that Titans team was electric. But I did want that touchdown pass to go to Cole Beasley so bad. That would have been nice. I because then I if Be- if he throws that ball to Beasley, the Learners football team loses the game, um, which would have been a very interesting uh, thing. I didn't think of that. What? But I didn't even think of that. Two point game. Um, yeah, so a little bit of a bummer there. The PD Pablo's very injured team. So you sent out Derek Carr, James Conner, Daryl Henderson, Mike Evans, Tyler Lockett, Tyler Higby, Cole Beasley, Packers D, and Justin Tucker. A lot of information there. All you need to know, though, is that those players did a good job for him. They got 107 points, and they gave him a chance. Like, I think when you throw that lineup out there, you're kind of saying, let's just throw this ball and see what happens. Yeah. No, I, I think – the Pablo's had a tough go because this guy's played pretty well and he's not in a great spot right now. But if you look at his roster, half his team is hurt right now. And I was just going to say, so, no Barkley, no Chubb, no Wilson. Um, yeah. Like, what do you got? Um, I think he'll be okay. I know he's one in five, which looks gross, but like he could win the next four weeks and just be fine. You know? Exactly. Um, and yeah, so he got upset, not upset, obviously, he got beat by the learners football team. Probably two guns for close for comfort for Cormac. Brady at 17, Mixon to 23, Antonio Brown to 19, Devontae Adams with 10. And then other from that, it was a very scattered uh, chart for him, ending up with 109. Um, when it comes to Cormac, I think his team is kind of in a good spot. But at the same time, I could also see, see his team kind of not doing well at some point. I don't know. I, I think he's in a good spot. Yeah. Again, might, just yeah. being 5-1, and one, being the sole, sole possession of first place. You're he's right. got, you know, he's built himself a little bit of comfort. He can move in the next week or two and still be in a good spot to make the playoffs. Uh, I, I totally agree yeah. with that. Um, I mean, I, I kind of misspoke. Five and one, the record speaks for itself. Apologies, Cormac. I just mean the sense like Brady, like compared to the Dylan's team, Brady, Mixon, Gordon, Devontae, Antonio Brown, TJ Hawkerson, McLaurin. Does that kind of scare you? Why, just because they're injury prone? No, 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 not because of injury prone, but like when you read Dylan's lineup, you're like, oh shit. I'm more see Dylan's gonna hate this. Like I'm more impressed with Cormac's roster. Yeah, Cormac's gonna Cormac is good. Cormac's roster is sick. Yeah. No, he's been Dylan, I look at Dylan's three starting receivers and I'm like, yo, I didn't know who Kadarius Tony was two weeks ago. He might not even play again next year. We like, you know what I mean? I guess. No, I, I guess you're right. I mean, for me, the Dylan thing is just Robinson, Henry, and and Chase. And I mean, the thing is, I just I thought when I played him last week and he had Kyle Pitts, I was like, God damn it, the Falcons can only move the ball with Kyle Pitts and Cordell Patterson. Kyle yeah. Pitts by the end of the season is just gonna get 15 throws out of the game. Yeah, probably right. And that I mean, I, I'm giving I'm I'm kind of being a uh Daytona Hostadies apologist right now, like I'm a charter apologist. I'm gonna stop, I'm gonna take it out. I'm going to totally stop, and I apologize for that total fault. Listeners, that was a little bit too much of a um, back massage. So we'll go back. Obviously, Petey Pablos and the Learners, great, really close game. Cormac got away, could have had a, been a really big upset, but he is at 5-1. and one. 
Cormac here in first place. Good job. Um, next, we'll get to Deech's Peaches in Dirty Mike's Meat Locker. <sighs> the Meat Locker is literally in the Meat Locker. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I'm not going to say anything bad about Mike because he was a hero this week, um, kind of taking care of Liam when he rolled his ankle. But <sighs> you know, yeah, no, I. I can't say anything bad about Mike, but I just like his roster is just not helping him out at all. I don't know. Like Taylor Heineke's a starting quarterback this week. Like, and it's not because one of his quarterbacks is injured, it's because his other quarterbacks, Ryan Tannehill. But like, I mean, DeAndre Swift, Antonio Gibson, I don't think these two are going to score a lot of touchdowns. Like, I want running backs to score a lot of touchdowns. Right. Um, Tyreek Hill, totally hit or miss. Um, he might go for 43 one week. He might also go for like five points. Um, then Robert Woods, Mark Andrews, eh, they're kind of just there. And I mean, having Devontae Smith, I don't know. Mike, Mike's just in the meat locker, you know? Yeah. I don't think you go one and five and don't feel good about your team. So to the Deaches Peaches, um, you know, kind of bit needed the win. They got the win. They're at four and two rather than three and three. C.D. Lamb, save the Deaches Peaches. How do you feel about the Deaches Peaches? Yeah, I don't know. I got mixed emotions because, again, started out really hot. We know – everybody knows he's got Christian McCaffrey that's, you know, just kind of waiting and see when he's not injured anymore. He'll be a big asset for him. C.D. Lamb's kind of starting to come out as the guy in Dallas, which I'm upset about because I took Cooper, thinking that C.D. would, you know, not, not be as good as he is. And Kyler Murray is just a cheat code on all fantasy leagues. I don't know. The Beaches have a good team. Mike Williams, Loki, has just been going off all year. Um, I don't know. The Peaches have a good team. No, I agree. I know we were ripping on them a little bit. A few no, I think ago, but I just meant good. the sense of there's going to be a ton of weeks where you have 140 points, and he had like three of those weeks right in the first three seasons. So a lot of that. Yeah, but if you look at his roster like that, it looks like he's going to score a lot of points every single week. That is true. That is true, I guess. You're right. All right, now we'll let you be the final guy. Um, I'm I played get downs on it. I escaped with 109.9. Uh, Jalen Hurts, big two rushing touchdowns, got me 25 points by him. And then, other than that, it was just consistency. Other than my kicker, only two players, only three players under 10 points. Um, other than that, it was teens. I think I played well. Um, one thing I'm kind of freaked about is Chris Carson's injury, but I do think I got the steal of free agency with Cordero Patterson. Um, and I think he's going to get the ball a lot, and I think he's going to average 15 points. So that's my I take. He's their biggest weapon this year. And yeah. nobody saw that coming because he was kind of just a kicker turner for that yeah. seven year. And I see that I drafted my team to look for consistency and just guys who are going to be consistent. I think I have that. Um, I wish I took Cooper Cup instead of Keenan Allen, but looking back. Um, yeah, so I feel good about my team, a good four and two. don't like to talk about my team much on this pod. Um, I sometimes do just the way of the nature of the game. But we'll see what happens. I just like that I'm consistent and I'm fortunate. So I, I, you were definitely the better team. I'm a little concerned for get downs on it, not yeah, even because agree. of his roster, but because he's made how many free agency moves? Eighty, uh, close see, to eighty. Let's see if he made more this week. I want to say it's close to eighty free agency moves, and I feel like that's like cause. He, for oh man, like he's he second guessing moves. everything he does. Or he oh, just man. feels like he can't get it right, and now he's two and four. I feel like that's almost too many moves, and he's shooting himself in the foot because you can't just get a steady roster in place when you're making that many moves. You are you are spot on. Let's see. I got to figure out how I found 
on this last time. No, I totally agree with what you're saying. Uh, I mean, I think he's realizing that he's last year's champ and he's kind of extending himself to a place he can't go. He's made um, – oh, no, I was way off. He's made 38. 30, 78. 38. Yeah, 30, I doubled it. More, uh, almost he, was at 20, he was at 29 a week ago. <laughs> 32. Well, again, Kev, like, what are we doing here, man? You can't no. even get, like, a steady roster. No, and it's, I think the lack of consistency is hurting his squad. Um, and, yeah, no, Kevin, I mean, I like Herbert. I like Najee Harris. He started Kenneth Gainwell. I had never even heard of Kenneth Gainwell before. Um, Smart himself. Before the game. Like, ugh, I don't know. Kevin, come on. You got this, dude. I, mean, I think you just got to start. Like, Jerry. I have made by far the least moves in the league. Like, the, the team that I know I'm going to start, well, like, I'm not fucking around free agency. I'm just going to keep the same guys in until somebody gets hurt or I need somebody for a buy. And that's, that's smart. That's smart. Um, so, yeah, no, but I think, I think we covered that. Kevin, you know, we love you. We know you love, we, this is your season, dude, but might just not be your fantasy football season. The falls for you. fantasy football. <laughs> this is your season. It might just not be your fantasy season. Yeah. It might just not be your fantasy. Like sometimes you just got to accept that. Um, so if we now finally go the last game, uh, it is you, Nucci in the huddle, beating the G-spot uh, 128 to 108. And this was Sorry. a – I'm going to put it like this. This was a must-wins a strong word. Um, this was a separator game because we had three and two versus three and two. Um, and one of these teams is going to be three and three. The other is going to be four and two. And at the end of the season, those numbers can make a big difference, um, obviously, because that set, sets the playoff. Um but you had a great win over Gardner. Uh, Mahomes went for 22 for him. Aaron Jones, 19. Khalil Herbert, great start by him, 18. Uh, mm-hmm. Defense and kicker combined for 26. But other than that, uh, his team really struggled. Claypool only with two. Marquise Brown with five. Um, just not an impressive showing. Now, you kind of had the opposite. Fournette with 27, probably the play of the week. Um, not someone I think you always would – so-called trust. Uh, right. Do you always trust Fournette? No, I even texted the whole group that Thursday before the game. I'm like, should I start him? What do people think? Nobody answered me, of course. And I just went with it. Thank God. Because that was uh, that was big for me. I mean, otherwise, I was going to play Josh Jacobs. or I, I don't even remember who was going to take the spot. But it worked out. And then... And yeah, so you, you had a great week, uh, Lamar with 11. I think Lamar is probably the most con- or like hit or miss is the wrong word. Cause he only had 11 few. He is just the guy in fantasy. Like he's probably the number one quarterback I want, you know, he's going to, I think, run. I think Kyler, that's why I'm big. Oh, on Kyler, I think Kyler Murray is just an automatic. 20 something. Um, so Lamar had 11. I mean, D, uh, Hopkins, who's an electric factory, had 19. Um, Noah Fant with 20. And then Matt Prater with 15 really helps you out. Looking at your team, I think it's a sleeper. Um, Josh Jacobs will put up numbers. We know that. Uh, you may as well get, did you get rid of Agor? Um, no, I did, haven't. Get rid of him. Get rid of him. I know. He, I'm, if he has a game with more than two touchdowns, it's just not worth having. 
I keep thinking that like their offense is going to explode. No, it, well, it's, I'm, I'm telling you, it's going to be Bourne, Myers, or the tight ends. Aguilar is their fifth best receiving option. Um, and then, yeah, you're in a good spot. I mean, Cooper, the Cowboys, I would kind of hate having a Cowboys wide receiver just because there's so much skill. You're just like, is this going to be the game he goes off? Well, he, he's had good games, but he hasn't had CD type games. Like, yeah. CD Lamb's taken over as the guy. No, I agree. Um, that is true. Zeke Elliott uh, is someone who I'm kind of rooting against because I have Tony Pollard. And I'm <laughs> but I don't think Zeke – I think this is going to be a good year for Zeke. Thank you, because that was my first round pick. Yeah. Um, so good, pretty good first round pick. Uh, no fan, good week. And then Kareem Hunt is um, kind of a similar toss up guy, where depending on how Nick Chubb plays or if he is playing, uh, that's how Nick Chubb's going to go. I mean, Kareem Hunt, and same with Chubb at the same time. Um, so toss up's a strong word, but I think Kareem Hunt's kind of a hit or miss. Do you agree? I would agree with that. You know what's funny? I just, I just traded with the Pablos for him. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll get to because, that. Because because I knew Chubb was hurt. So I'm like, okay, Kareem's the guy. And I don't know. I wanted to upgrade. PD made out on the deal, too. Like we both, it was good for both sides. But now Hunt just got hurt as well. So that kind of shot myself in the foot there. Yeah. And I, I mean, good job by you. Um, if I can just – I'm going to pull up that trade right now. Um, happy, we haven't had an owner or somebody on the pod who's made a trade. So I'm pretty excited. I gave him Henderson and Landry. Yeah. Because to me, I thought I feel like Hunt is still better than Henderson, but then he was getting a little more out of that once Landry comes back and is healthy. Yeah. No, I mean, I think that's a good trade for both of you. Uh, he needs to shake it up. And I think for you now, you got the hit or miss, guys. Um, so definitely went in depth right there, big in depth. So we can just do a quick, um, quick run through of the standings right now. Um, obviously, we have a lone wolf at the top um, in uh, Cormac. Um, Cormac is being a unit right now with his team. Incredibly impressive. Five and one. Then we got a group of four and twos. Daytona Hostadis, Nucci in the huddle, Deaches, Peaches, and myself. Then we got a group of three on three and threes. Uh, G-Spot, Take a Shot, and Beast Cox. All doing very well. The two and fours, Keg, Stan, Sam, and Get Downs on it. And the one and ones. Dirty Mike's Meat Locker and Petey Pablo's. Um, I think the playoff prediction, we'll cover it quickly. Uh, Learners football team, 78. Daytona House Daddies, number one at 83. Very interesting. Uh, Nookie and Nucci in the huddle, 55. Uh, me at 61. Deaches, Peaches with 45. G-Spot, 6% somehow. Um, take a shot, 14. Beast Cox, 28. Get Downs on at 12. Uh, keg stand 13 and we don't need to talk about the one five teams um but that because they're one and three percent not because i want to hate but i don't want to put that negative number on them um so and we'll what do you got you had a, like a prediction long term like what do you think one team's gonna do well or not do well um no i'm a little confused on whatever the algorithm the math that ESPN, yeah. the website uses right like they I don't know why or how they have the Hoss Daddies as they think they're the best team or finishing the best, even though learners are clearly the best right now. Yeah, the ESPN thing is confusing me also. Um, Again, it's probably because they're on the biggest win streak, which, but does that just take over everything? That makes him predicted to finish in number one now. You know what I mean? Like, I don't get that. 
So my prediction is that the Haas Daddies are not going to finish as number one, like ESPN thinks they're. No, I, I agree. Um, I mean, I think this year we're going to get a tie. No, no way. I think we're going to get a tie for first place. How does that even happen? Well, I mean, like, there's going to be, like, two whatever and ever teams. Oh, they finish with the same record? Yeah. But they can't for number one because the playoffs. There's no – that doesn't work that way, does it? Well, it would be the highest point scoring team. Um, okay. so I think we're going to see, like, maybe – I, I, we go 13 seasons. I bet the top two are – I bet we have two 10 and threes. Wins. Two 10 and threes, and then I bet we have a little bit of a tie at the next spot, um, like a, maybe a two-team tie for three and four. That would be very interesting. I mean, I, I predicted that. earlier on that um, – what's their name? That there would be more of a widening, widening. I don't think so this year. Um. So, I mean, we'll end up seeing, but yeah, those are just my thoughts, pretty plain and simple. Um, yeah, so I think we can get into the interesting stuff now. So we'll start with our three-point stance. My three-point stance, I'm not going to have to explain it. I think Dylan's the top team in the league. I already said enough. That's my first take. My first one actually goes a little bit in opposition to that. My first one I wrote down right here is the learners are legit. Their top four in points for and top four in points against, and they are sole owners of the number one spot at five and one. You look at the roster, they look really fucking good, and I think the learners are not being No, that's – I mean, I'll, I, I'll let you keep that take. <laughs> like, good – no, I have no real comment. We talked about them enough. Um, my second three-point stance – is this is going to be a – I think this is hot stance. It is vest season. Um, we have vest season for, like, another month um, before it gets a little bit too cold. And it is a great season. Now, the one thing I will say I hate about a vest, though, at the same time, is I wear it to work, and then the heat's already on at work for some reason, so it's too warm to wear a vest. Do you ever wear a vest to work? No. So I have to wear a suit every day. Yeah. But in my office, like, they don't – they don't change the air. So it's still pumping like air conditioning into December, which, so it just gets freezing in here. So I probably should start wearing a vest. It would help. But yeah, no, but I will say it is vest season. Um, great to wear outside, great in the 50 to like the 45 to like 55 degree weather with a long sleeve underneath. Really comfortable, good at night. That's my take. I love that. Um, I don't even – I don't have anything to go with that. I had only fantasy football takes. Keep going, fantasy football. I was going to say this. My second point was the Pablos can go on a run if they get out, which I kind of oh. said earlier. Yeah, I kind of hinted at that. Yeah. So that was my second take. And then my my third point, you're going to love this one, is that I think the meat locker is just giving up hope. Wow. Reasoning. I just think sometimes, you know, I love Michael to death, but when you, like – hear him cracking jokes about his team in the group chat, you can tell it's just like, you know, every joke has some truth to it. And like, he just sounds defeated. I feel like. I, I see where you're coming from with that. Um, I'll take it back to fantasy one last time. Mine will be that do not sleep on the cake stand, Sam. Um, he has given up on his team, but I have not Aaron Rodgers, Alvin Kamara, Cooper cup with those three. Um, 
that is like a group that can get 20 each in a good night. Mm-hmm. So I think watch out for him. He needs George Kittle to get healthy. Justin Jefferson um, is on a bye this week, and he's also a stud. So I think if he can find a way, if I if he can find a way to beat the learners football team, or so either be three and four, or after he gets a two and five, go on a five. If he can get the five and five, we might he might have a chance at the last seed. Okay, here's here's another take my dad just sent me. What? Something from Instagram, a Bills fan page. NFL insider Matt Lombardo named the Bills as a team to watch for trade targets for Giants tight end Evan Ingram. Ooh. Are the Bills going to get Evan Ingram? Not on a Mealy Bear. like the Bills now. So that's kind of that's a win-win for him. It really, it, it really is. Um, that's kind of some breaking news. So uh, Anyway. So, no, that, those are our takes. Um, I mean, it's hard to do a three-point stance when we just deep-dived the fuck into the league. Um, so, that was good. So, next, the I lost the agenda quickly. Next, we have a whether would you rather. So, this is going to be a little bit of a continuation of what the group me has been talking about and all maybe the possible rule changes. Now, we will not talk about the QB, two QB system, correct? Yeah, no, I'm not talking about that. There's no point. You already said your part. So, let's just get in the one I want to talk about right away. Would you rather be in a league with keepers or not? Would you rather be a keeper league or not? Um, So, I've done a keeper league before, and it's a lot of fun. Don't get me wrong. But it's a lot more to pay attention to. It's a lot more of like – I think the draft becomes serious, right? I prefer non-keeper, but if the vote gets passed to have a keeper league, I won't be like mad and throw a fit about it. I'm okay with why, that. So why are you not a keeper guy? Because it's just, right? Like, let's say you can keep a player for two seasons, and then you forget about that, and then we're going into season three, and you have him protected, but then you can't. Well, and it throws off your whole game, like, a game plan of drafting. Like, it's just a lot of, like, record-keeping and like organization and you know there's it's just a lot more to pay attention to and sometimes you ever not expect to not be in this fantasy football league for the rest of our lives no i will be in this league until the day i die or and this is kind of my computer um, I plan on this. So I think if we did a keeper league, it would be really interesting if it was always a keeper. Like, you know how much serious that, like, I think the draft would change a bit. Yeah, but, like, here's the deal, right? You guys know, okay, so, like, for instance, if we do a keeper league, I if I went into this draft this year knowing we were doing a keeper league, I would sell my soul to get that number one draft pick, I would draft Josh Allen and then none of you would touch him for the next 10 years that he's on contract under the Buffalo Bills. Why is that fun for anybody? But then wouldn't you give up your first round pick for all those years? Yes, and I'm fine with that. That's the whole point. But what if you got the first pick one year? It doesn't matter. I would pick Josh Allen again next year if I got the first pick next year. No, you, you know wouldn't. what I mean? Like, yes, I would. How are you going to tell me I wouldn't? So if you had a first round pick and you took Josh Allen first, you would just always lose your first pick every single year to have Josh Allen. 
I mean, for the next probably three or four years, I guess I would. 100% but you see my point. Like, I understand where your idea is coming from. I don't know. I just think it would be fun. I think it would make the final rounds of the draft more interesting. Uh, yes. Because then you're I am to- not. I told you I'm not arguing against it. I just don't. Prefer. That's all. All right. I can I can appreciate that. Um, but yeah, you know, like the thought of Alec Beach having Kyler Murray for the next four seasons, like that drives me nuts. What if I want to draft him next year? You know. Well, like okay, yeah, I, I agree. I I see your point. I still have my take. I kind of want this to be a keeper league. Um, uh, well, we have to figure out how many years, though. Obviously, I'm cool with it. But I think it makes. I just think it makes the draft a little bit more interesting. Um, I agree. So yeah. Um, so that is the first would you rather. So I'm happy we covered that. Um, now quickly before we go into the next would you rather, actually I'll wait for the, what I was going to say. So the next would you rather? Would you rather have two flexes or one flex? Okay, that depends. Would we? Or no, the question is, can your QB be? What was the question exactly? With the flex? Well, well, no. If you can play a QB in the flex, that's essentially a two. Oh, okay. I've seen leagues before though that don't have a kicker and they use two flex spots instead. That's interesting. Yes, that is the kickers. We don't need kickers. Let's just draft all the players that play. Yeah. I don't know. That could be cool. No, I'm I, not for or against that either. I never really thought about that that much. Um, that is an interesting point. Um, I don't th- I don't think we need to do the f- the flex thing. Um, would you rather be dual owner or one owner? <laughs> this is a tough one because I've been arguing for dual owner. I want to own my own team and make the decisions. Yeah. But I want all the boys in the league to share in this fun as well. So I don't really know how to answer that question. Now, with the, I think the only – now, this is what I think would be interesting. If we went – because I think we could go – we could end up doing dual owners – but I think the option would be is obviously we have like 21 friends. So we'd have to have a friend draft, which would be fucking hysterical. <laughs> um, so we have our friend draft and we pick the people in now. I think we automatically up the price. So it'd obviously be at least four, 400 ish, right? Yeah. I, I know it sounds crazy, but I think 200 a person. Yeah. yeah. 200 a person. So, um, 400 in total, so actually 410 in total because of the added week. Now, I think if you want to be a solo owner, you must pay the full 412-10. I think is how we would do it. If you want to take fantasy football so seriously that you want to put a $410 in it, you can have your own team. Yeah, I mean, I mean that it sounds crazy steep to pay 400 I don't think like, gambling. Pay for what you get, right? Like if you want your own team, you are paying a premium to have your own team. Exactly. Get that, yeah. I, I think that I think that's the only way we do a mix of dual and one um, owners. I think Cormac is the only one that's a hundred percent hell bent on not doing dual owners. I think everyone else like could potentially be okay with the idea. So, my thing is though is like I want to keep my team name Nushi in the huddle. So like let's say I bring in Peltier just for a random partner. Like, well, that person up. as being your co-owner, they would have to agree with that. Yeah, I know, but I don't think he would. I guess we could figure something out. All know. right. Um, I'm okay with dual owners. I'm not totally against it. I think it's fun. Look at Carzo and Haas and how they interact. I think that's kind of fun. I like it. Yeah, I agree. I think it would be a little bit – I think it would make it more interesting. 
the mm-hmm. fun part, I don't, I, I agree with you in the sense of, um, I don't know if I'd have as much fun making decisions with someone else. Um, but at the same time, I will say, I like, I like the idea of doubling the pot and having more interesting group me. Um, and it would make, it would make fantasy football very intense, even more intense, which is kind of crazy to think about. Um, next, would you rather, would you rather do a one week playoff in fantasy or a two week playoff in fantasy? So, you know, the leagues where it's a two week, so the first round is two weeks. The second round is two weeks. We do two, correct? What do we do? I think we do one. I don't think I've made the playoffs in this league since we've done two, maybe. But I think I'd rather do one. one. I think I'd Wait, rather no. do one-week playoff. I think we do do a two-week playoff. I, if I recall correctly, the last I can, time I made the playoffs, it was a two-week playoff. I can go to standings last year and find out. Um, it's yeah, a tough think, one, though. I think the, the two-week expands the season, which is nice. Um, come on, load, puppy. So, do, do, do. Final playoff results. Here we go. Uh, yeah, it's two weeks. It's two weeks. Mm-hmm. I think I like the two weeks more. It keeps the season going. Yeah, I mean, I'm totally okay with that. I never honestly thought about that one. I think two weeks is fine. As someone who's won the first week by a lot, though, it is a in a different league. It is a bummer um, when your team does that. Like knowing that the other team can still come back even though you blew them out yeah. of the water. Um, yeah, so that will be the last fantasy one. Now we'll hit some would-you-rathers. Um, the fun stuff. We'll make these interesting. So, number one, would you rather? Would you rather have to go on a Thanksgiving Apple date um, in Third Wheel, Carzy, and Lexo, Lexi, or go into Guinness Land with Charter and MK, as in going out in the South Boston Day? Those are both their natural environments. Yeah, no, I was going to say, I've, definitely, I've done both. And I have a great time with both. But I think the way I'm playing it, I'm going to go with Charter and MK. Wow. Wild, right? I mean. So nothing against you. I It's just like the apple picking versus like the going to a drinking event. Like I think I'm taking the drinking event with Charter and MK. I think you might be. I think that, I think that's a tough one when you add that fact of it. Um, It's an apple picking versus. They're going to have beers. Um, I'm kind of in between and on the fence of it. I'm going to go with my heart, though, and I'm going to say I'm going to go with Carzo and uh, Lexi um, just because if I'm going apple picking, I'm also probably smoking some spliffs and having yeah. apples. And the reason I mentioned that is because last couple weekends out have been rough for me, really long Sunday mornings, um, mm-hmm. two long Sunday mornings. Okay, but Chris, 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 think about this. Hear me out, right? Like fall foliage, apples, you're drinking cider, you know, cars with Lexi, you're dressed in the nines, he's got his corduroys on, his Chelsea boots. Like, yep. all you're going to fucking do is hold the camera while you take pictures. Of oh, that's so about. true. Like, I don't want to do that. I want to fucking chug a beer with Charter and have MK buy us shots. Like, how great does that sound? True. Do I want to... Um... 
You're spot on. Do I want to have the uh, glass in my hand or the camera in my hand? And I think I'm going to go with you and say the glass in my hand. Um, now, would you rather chain link go to $10,000 a, a coin or the, the eye roll or have the Bills win a Super Bowl? Um, it's a lot of money. <laughs> I think I'm taking chain link. <laughs> but I think I'm taking chain link. Go to ten G's just because I love money. Yeah, I, I. If that happened, I don't think I'm ever considering it's at twenty five right now, or twenty whatever. I don't think I'm ever working again. You and I have been talking about this for like a year now. Like just praying it goes. To um, would you rather have to babysit Dylan's baby, and I mean newborn? So you are fully actually no. We'll go two year old. Am I getting peed on and changing diapers? And yeah, all like full on, like full day babysit. Or would you rather go get IPA or go get caramel macchiatos with um, Deech's peaches and his new friends at Rochester? <laughs> what is this <laughs> yo yo loki that picture he put on his story of like all four of them like huddled over some i don't know what it was nba textbook i was crying soon <laughs> um i don't know it sounds like he doesn't hate his school friends yeah but like I don't know, I see Dylan just chilling with MC, just MC. Kind of like on his chest watching a movie. Like I think I'm babysitting. I really do. I'll change a couple diapers. I think I'm going the opposite way. I want to feel sophisticated. I'm already around uh, kids too much in my life. Low key, that spooks me out. They all might be serial killers. I don't know. They all might be serial. Why? Just because they're all smart? No. Yeah. Like I don't know. No, not because they're all smart. That sounds rude. I don't know. Alex sends snaps of like his buddy's dishes in the sink. I'm like, that that gives me anxiety. I don't like that. Get away from me. You're right. You, you might be right. Uh, I don't Maybe know. Maybe I change a couple diapers and watch a bunch of movies. Yeah, I'm taking the IPAs with the boys. Um, that's, a, that's a fair assessment. I'm also anti Alec right now because he's being a dickhead in the group chat. So I there could that. be some of that coming out. So, would you rather Nashville with the boys or Vegas with the boys? Vegas, 110 times. Well, that was a, I have no idea. I've never been to either. Nashville's cool. I have been to both. Nashville's very cool, but I'm taking Vegas over Nashville. Good point. Um, I, 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 I can understand why. I, like I said, I've never been to either, so I don't want to have a take in this. Um, we, should do, we should do our banquet in Nashville. Ooh. Ooh, I like the way you think. Quick, quick like, two-night, three-day trip for the boys. I really like the way you think. Um, would you rather have to never use the group me for a whole month? So no group me for a whole month or no social, like, weekend, Thursday through Sunday stuff for a whole month? Ooh. This is a really tough one, Chris. Okay, can I can I smoke weed at my own house though and use yeah. the group me? Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. No, you're still you're just not. I mean, it's kind of like going through COVID, honestly. 
I get more enjoyment out of the group me that I get from seeing my parents smile sometimes. Like, I, I can't explain to you how much I look forward to waking up in the morning, rolling over, and seeing who the first person to say good morning, Kings, was. Like, it's my favorite. I think I'm taking the group me. For how long did you say no social interaction? It's a month and a month. A month is a long time. Pretty much COVID, dude. What are you picking? I think I'm picking no social. But that means it's pretty much COVID. I can do like, but if but if I'm doing no group me, then I'm like technically living. I'm probably going to see people. It, I, it, I could do no group me if it was the summer. I really don't know which one I'm taking. This is I don't like, think I could do no winter group me because just the way I just with my job, um, it kind of would suck the winter with no group me um, or like I can live with no social activity um in the winter in a sense like because i'm so busy and i'm tired like if i'm just like sitting by a pool by myself all summer that's not happening right i mean that's that's more of a personal answer in that sense um i think i think i could give up social interaction for a month and just do the group i don't want to give up the groupie for a month i don't think i want to group me for so i'm i'm keeping the groupie i agree um final two would you rather's would you rather go to the Kappa formal again? Or like, so I'm not meaning at your, actually, no, man, let's make this way better. At your age, would you rather attend the Kappa formal or would you rather walk into a house party in the townhouses? Right now at 26 years old. Yeah, so you're, so like, and let's, let's make this, you're coming in with your work attire on. Like I'd be oh. wearing like my middle school polo, um, and all the okay, 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 wait, time out, time out 30. Can I show up with like tags for the party? And like, chicks will be like, Oh my god, you're so cool! Or uh, no, do I just have to walk in? And then people will be like, Who the hell are you? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> you can walk in with kegs, yeah. I'm, I'm taking the townhouses, I'm gonna come in on the Brian Atkins golf cart with. Two kegs and just say hi. I used to go here. Let's do it. And by do it, I mean party, guys. Because I agree. Um, I think I'm going. I'm going townhouse party. I'm not going cat. Formal is was always like one of my favorite nights, but I just think I just feel so weird. Um. Next, what we gotta hit? Oh my god! I accidentally had my text with Kyle up and calling up instead of um of you. Kind. Shout out Haas for ruining the so, so Casey's black eye. So give a take on a person who gives the league a, a, a black eye or a bad look right now. Go for it. Um, my black eye, oh, first one was Carzo. Oh, wow. Always instigating, right? And he's always pumping people's tires, always instigating. He's never, he's never just chill, go with the flow. Nope. Anytime there's anybody who has an opinion, Carlos always either gassing it up so that somebody else will argue it, or if somebody argues it first, he's gassing the argument up so the first person will argue more. Always. Okay. That those are some good points. That is some um, really good points. Um, for my black guy, uh, this was a tough one. I wanted to go charter, but I can't go him. He's been under, he's been thrown under the bus so much. 
So I really want to pick him, but no, no charter. Um, instead, what I'm going to do is I'm going to do dual black eyes. So we're talking about like the real McCoy behind uh, <laughs> McDuff's. So we're talking about the real McCoy. So you end up with two black eyes. You are in a bad state. And I'm just going to go right there. I'm not going to go standing. I am going to go with one. We've already taken a shot at Kevin, so it's not going to be him. We're going to look at the keg stand stands, right? He's given up on his team. So I'm going to give him a pump-up speech like I gave Dylan. Hey, keg stand Sams, step the game up right now, right? You're two and four. That two and four be- could become five and four before you know it. By the time it's Halloween, you're four and five, and you know, four and four, and you have a really good chance to make it roll. So the keg stand Sams, that is our first black guy. The second black eye of the league is going to be, for me, we are going to go with the rankings comp. We're going to go with Pete, right? I say Pete is the black eye because after um, the commissioner love affair happened, after that podcast and the Ryan stuff, he came at me, um, came at me, the only person who came at me a little bit. Um, And then this week he said, I'm the top, the toughest one in five team he's going to face kind of talked a little smack, like, hey, buddy, let's pretend we're in high school. I'm going to look at you, and I'm going to say scoreboard. Oh, boy. Scoreboard, dude. Um, not much more I can say. Like, Pete, if you beat me this week, then you can talk shit. But coming into the commissioner's house um, <laughs> and, and, and saying to him, this is the top one in five team you're going to be playing. Well, Pete, uh, guess what, dude? I'm four and two. I'm four and two. And I'm going to have a stew in my hand on Sunday, enjoying the games. And I'm going to have a smile the whole time because I'm going to kick your ass. Right. So between the not backing the commish and um, as I mentioned, the uh, not backing the commission kind of coming at me, um, Pete, big mistake, bud, big mistake. Next, what we're going to take a quick peep at. Um, I did have a second black guy and I want to black guy, so cool. I mentioned him earlier. Um, Deech is my second black guy, right? Make the group look bad. Hoss said it best. Deech is a big shtick guy. You always got a shtick, right? Like, he'll just come in out of nowhere, say his opinion. If you don't agree, he won't even give anybody else the time of day. You know, he's always got a smart-ass comment for everything he doesn't agree with. Very condescending when he says things. Um, wow. Kind of coming at um, Deech tonight. Not always. I just mean, like, when no, he's got not- an opinion for the league. That's all I meant. Um, I love Deech. He's my guy. I text all the time. No, I got to apologize for my lack of kind of not paying attention because bets are coming down the wire. I'm going to be 3-0 and in the NBA tonight. Not a big deal. Celtics are only down – they are down six. They were up earlier. So, sorry if I've been a little on and off to the pod listeners. I apologize. Um, next, a positive vibe, PVO, PVO. So, we're going to talk about the teams and things that give us a positive vibe. I'm going to start with number one, um, the smell of either chili – Hot chocolate, coffee, um, or finally, like a brewery, as stupid as it sounds, at this time of year, right? Like, there's not, I get the most, if you're giving one of those four things, the first two in the morning, like from a 6 a.m. to 9 a.m., if I smell a hot coffee, I'm ready to get my day going. If I'm like sitting at like a brewery having a couple heavy IPAs, maybe I'm like getting ready for the games, maybe there's a big Saturday night game, having a chill weekend vibe, nothing better than that in the fall. Um, And then chili, like it's chili season, man. Those are my – that's my positive vibe. So the, the aromas of those four fall things. Okay. So mine were very similar to that, right? Like mine's fall weather. Yeah. Right? You walk outside, it kind of smells like fall. Like you guys know, like it smells like football season. 
Yeah. Right. A little bit of a breeze. It's not hot. It's very comfortable. It's not overly sunny. Like you just feel good if you walk outside. It's fall weather. You're like, holy shit, it feels like football. That makes me feel so good. Positive vibe. Um, going off of your chili vibe, I'm a big fan of like the soup in general. Okay. And like when I go to dinner, like I order French onion soup all the time during the fall. I'm like, that just kind of to me seems like fall. Give so me the that. give me the mozzarella. Yep. Just melt it all over the side of the bowl. My favorite. That's you just gave me. I might I might go make a bowl bowl of soup of uh, French onion soup after this. And then also PEO, right? Like this week's Bills bye week. Uh, I'm gonna be fucking glued to the red zone. NFL red zone. PBO like none other. So you don't you must not get like a lot of red zone Sundays because of going to all the Bills games. Yeah, no. Any Bills home game, I don't watch any any of the games until halfway through the four o'clock games when I get home. Yeah. Now, do you ever um do you ever like watch a game on your phone when you're at the Bills? Um, no, never. Never interesting. I would probably throw on red zone from between plays, but I'm just an ADD machine, so I'm a different animal. Um, my, I'll go to a team next, a team that's giving me positive vibes. Um, we haven't talked about them much. At four and two, I'm looking at your team, right? Positive vibes because, one, their owner is a positive vibe. Um, as I mentioned, Lamar Jackson, I think he might be one of the top quarterbacks in fantasy, if not the top. Um, and I just think between its owner and his team, I'm getting positive vibes from New Jim Thank you, buddy. I appreciate that. Absolutely. Um, so for mine, you know, it's funny. The top, I had my first two PBO teams. First was Hostad. He's not going to lie. Four-game win streak. Like, how could you not be positive with that, right? They're all young. They're all they all balling out. Um, Hostad, he's a lot of PBO. Second one was Alpha Beast, just for the oh. same exact reason, right? You and I are neck and neck right now. You are very PBO. Um, you do the pot every week, and I get so much enjoyment out of this. Um there's a lot of positivity coming from that. Huh? I, wow, I appreciate it. Then um, kind of getting caught off guard by that. But, um, yeah, so the other team, I'll just mention quickly, I don't need to talk much about them, so it'll be a quick segment. Dylan, um, the Daytona Haas daddies, Dylan's team is looking really good. Um, I don't think I need to mention why I talked about them already way too much. So I'll quickly go to that. My next Paul, uh, positive vibe um, is – big college football weekends coming up. We kind of got through the big non-conference games. Um, I'm pretty sure it is week nine. That is the special um, special week that is coming up. I will reach you week nine. So this is Halloween weekend, right? So you know Halloween weekend, the game's going to be wild. Like it's, got, it's really got that fall vibe. This is what we got um, the weekend of uh, Halloween on the 20, on the 30th, sorry, on the 30th, obviously. At noon, Michigan at Michigan State. At noon, Iowa, Wisconsin. At 3.30, Georgia at Florida. At um, 7.30 p.m., Penn State at Ohio State. 7 p.m., Mississippi at Alabama. Then the week after, what else do we get um, other than – Nothing great. And then two weeks from now, but that week, week nine, scary hours. I haven't even, I am, my Saturdays have been nonstop, just events. Yeah, yeah. I am on a 
no i i mean i just think that's like the big call i think that's the first weekend of like uh oh it's college football season like it is about to be playoff um playoff uh argument season we need more than four teams okay i will argue that till death. yeah we don't need to go any uh, more positive vibes um do we want fall positive vibes or football Anything. positive vibes? Whatever, whatever positive vibes you have. Like, for example, right now, what's giving me a positive vibe is hanging out with my dog. And a big. I am gonna. So, as you all know, or Chris knows, like I'm still at work right now doing the pod. I'm gonna get out of here. I'm gonna pick up some Weggies, something from like their prepared foods. I'm gonna go home and smoke a little bit, and then I'm going to crush some episodes of you, and that's giving me a lot of positive vibes. Um, have you watched Squid Game yet? Yes, I, I thoroughly it. enjoyed Squid Game. I'll watch that. Um, really good. All right. I mean, no, I don't. We've, we've we're already at an hour and one minutes, and I you need to get home at some point. So um, we we won't go any more positive vibes. We'll do a quick Mount Rushmore. I don't want to skip anything. Quick Mount That's Rushmore right. of Sunday slash hungover food. Um, let's just go no more than twenty seconds on each. My first pick is going to be pizza. Um, pizza is just fantastic. There's nothing like you can eat it with your hands. You can keep it warm in the oven while you're eating it on the couch. Um, eight pizzas can go down like that. You can put anything on it. It can vary. Last week I had a white chicken and broccoli. Um, <coughs> like then you can get meat lovers and <coughs> buffalo chicken the next. The options are unlimited. So pizza is my number one. My number one, I also had written down pizza slash wings for the same reason. I'll give you wings. Wings. Take a nap for a half hour. And get up the box that's still there, eat another slice, take another nap, eat another slice a half hour later. It's just it's the perfect Sunday food. Oh, but next, so this is where they, I really added Sunday. I think it's corned beef hash with toast or an eggs uh, slash any great egg meal at a that's my favorite egg meal, my favorite any at, at a brunch spot. Um, when you're not feeling too good, you need to get that Sunday going. And you just kind of pig out right away um, with an egg meal, some runny eggs, uh, like a, a thick meat, some hash browns on the side, two pieces of toast. Like that is the way to start on a Sunday. You made me hungry, bro. My second one I had, I have literally in parentheses a lot. And then I have Chinese food, right? Just Chinese fried rice, uh, get some sesame chicken, get uh, whatever you're feeling, quarts of wonton soup. When I'm hungover, I can drink wonton soup like it's, I don't know what, but it's my favorite. Love it. No, I, I agree. The next pick, um, so you said, what was that? So what was the specific category? Chinese food. Chinese food. Uh, does sushi count as Chinese food? Yes. Yeah, I would, I would put that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's why I was wondering because sushi probably would be my next. Um, number three for me is a cheeseburger and fries. Um, just so easy to eat, so easy to put down. Um, you eat the cheeseburger fast and you have the fries for a while after. That's the way to do it. A lot of different condiments, different options. Delicious. Where are you getting the burger from? Though? Where's your go to? I don't think it's a McDonald's. I think it's an above average burger. So the low of the above average burger, maybe Shake Shack or like a five guys type of place. No real fast food type of place. Does that make sense? Yep. No, I agree. Good quality. My number three, I've written down. I said, whatever the hell is left over at my parents. Oh, like Sundays. Sundays during the summer. Like I'll be 
violently hung over i'll just make my way over to my parents and like dad grilled 20 burgers and some chicken breast and like whatever just the smorgasbord what they made that's my favorite that is a great answer oh my god i'm kind of jealous now i would say because i'm saying an egg meal I'm considering an egg meal, like at my number two pick, I put hash brown, I put a corned beef hash on it. That would also be a breakfast sandwich because I'm also thinking a breakfast sandwich has to be up there for me, but I'm going to consider it in that, uh, that area. Um, my final answer is a smoothie. Um, and I, the reason I pick smoothie is normally if you're feeling like that on a Sunday, you probably need some nutrients or like a little bit of an energy boost. I had a smoothie this weekend. And it might have been the best thing I'd ever had after like a really long, like a really long Sunday morning. We're like, oh, oh my God, like I actually don't feel terrible anymore. I got some like, liquid in me. I got some like nutrients in me. I can now eat my meal. It's not a meal I would put up there. It's more of a, I'm getting started. I don't need to worry about eating anything healthy, even though I'm, I'm going to eat like trash all day type of meal. Like it's a Kickstarter. Uh-oh. Um... No, I agree with that. Makes you feel good. All right, my fourth is a little bit out there. Um, I have Sunday tailgate, meaning Ooh. meaning like you wake up, right? You, I went out the night before. I got to be at this tailgate at whatever nine thirty in the morning. There's a sub tray. There's some pizza. Somebody's grilling hot dogs. I'm having a bloody mary and a white claw. Like, there's no better way to beat a Saturday hangover or a hangover from a Saturday night. And just get the fuck back on the horse and go to the tailgate and wear your Bills gear and pretend you're totally okay and to eat whatever people provide. You know, that's my favorite. No, I, that is a good answer. That is a good answer. Um, finally, we'll run a quick gambling corner. Um, first one over under Bills wins on the season 12 and, a, uh, 12 and a half. I think we're going 13 and 4, so I'm taking the other. They're over, I mean, over. All right. I will go over. I think they're hitting 13 games too. Um, over, under, teams in the AFC and NFC West combined in the playoffs. Five, four and a half. So we got the Chiefs, the Chargers, the Raiders, the Broncos, the Niners, the Seahawks, the Rams, and the Cardinals. Four and a half. I'm taking the under. I'm going to go with four. I'm going five. Uh, all right. I, I think out of – are making it. Chiefs are making it. Cardinals are making it. Rams are making it. Yep, that's four. Definitely. I agree with those. There's three wild card teams now. Like, I don't know if the Raiders are going to make it. Do it. I don't even – What about the – The Niners, again, I don't – like, they're in the same boat as the Raiders in my head. This is a tough one. I'm taking the under on that. Uh, I'm going over. I'm zig. I'm zagging. You're zigging. Um, like over under. We'll go a couple more sports, and then we'll get into the fun ones. Over under number of playoff games the Sox win from now on. Point five. So are they going to lose in six, or are they going to take it to seven and possibly go to the series? I don't care. I hope under. I don't know. All right, under. I'm going to go over. Um, I hope I hope the Sox lose as much as it would pay me to see the Astros move on. Like I don't want the Sox in the series, so I'm who, taking the other. You'll like my next question: Who wins a um, a championship first, the city of Buffalo or the city of New York? 
And when I mean New York, I mean Manhattan. The Brooklyn Nets do not count. I think Buffalo, because I think in the next two years, we will probably have a Super Bowl. Interesting. Um, now, That's three, I'll say. Let's go to the fun ones. Over, under, people at Quasi next year. 14 and a half. Over. Wow, we would have gone under this year. Uh, I'm How gonna... many did we have this year? No, we had more than 14. 13. Didn't we? 13. I thought we had 16. Eight and eight in each tent, right? There's no way there are eight people in my time. Oh, uh, wait. I, 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 don't, I barely remember that weekend enough. I, I can't remember. I was going to say, like, I'm in no place to even comment. I, I could have slept in a trunk for all I know. Oh, bingo. All right. Over, under, number of times Alec will now post an Instagram story with these kids. Two and a half for the rest of the year. Or not rest of the year, calendar year. So two and a half between now and 1231? Story post or whatever. I mean, I hope he does. I get so much enjoyment out of it. It's hilarious. Who, who was it that sent it to the group and said, like, bro, you know LSU is on, right? <laughs> I was dying laughing. Um, I don't know. Let's go with the over because it'll be fun. I, I like it too much. I kind of like the sophistication. Um, now, will there be a birth in the group me in the next three and a half years? Minus 110, yes. Minus 110 now. So uh, the normal betting odds. So next three and a half years, I'm going to say. We're going to be 30. We're going to be 30. The issue for that is I'm assuming most of us don't want to have children before we get married. So then we got to think about we're close enough to getting married. Are they going to propose, plan wedding, get married, and then pop them in the oven in the next three years? And I'm going to say no. Like that, that takes a lot of time to get all of those. Do you steps think Bill, Dave, Dylan's an interesting one? Dylan might have a second kid in the next three years. I didn't think about that. I put cars over before Neil. I also put cars before Neil. I don't think cars was ready to admit it yet, but I think he's there. I think that's the top three. I don't know. G spots. G spots been dating for a little while now, right? I would be. I can't just imagine G spot. I don't. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe you're right. I just think that those guys, those those two couples, all live together. I don't think G spot lives together. No, Neely Bear's close. Carzo's close. Bokey, Colin. I don't. What do, what do we think about Hoss? I think uh, he's a coach. <laughs> Do coaches not get married? Like, well, <laughs> but then they, I don't think a coach would have want to have a kid at his age. Like, if you like, I'd assume for Colin, he's want to going to continue his co- career growth. Oh, and how I, about breaking breaking news? Coach Puck's baby's due like next week. Oh, great! Maybe he'll name his kid. Uh, I don't. I don't even Kyron. <laughs> I bet that's Kyron Alec Puck Hayward. No, the middle name will be Wackenby. Um, I don't know. I think Dylan might have his second child in the next three years. I don't think any of the boys will have a firstborn in the next three years. Um, uh, I, I respect that answer. Um, 
Next one. Will there be a arrest in the group me before in the next three and a half years? Minus 200 no, plus 200 yes. No, there will be no arrest. No arrest. That means no Dewey, no no nothing. I think Dewey's the most would be the only, like, obviously, I, I don't think that's something that gets done. But I see, like, I, I don't, I feel guilty talking about this out loud on something that's being recorded, but you know what? Dewey's the most likely, and I still don't think it's going to happen. Because I don't think, the, the reason I would say that is no, I don't think we're ever going to get an assault and battery, and no, that's not happening. I'm actually not even speaking into existence. Unless they dig up bodies from Alex, wherever his hiding spot yeah. is, I think we're good. No, I, I agree. Um, no, I that was a, I, I should have made the no a lot higher. Um, I don't I don't know what we would get arrested for. The only thing the only thing I think that could be reasonable would be like we're mentioning the because everything else is so unreasonable, but so is the Dewey. So it might even be I gave terrible odds. I think you have to hammer the no. Yeah, I, I'm saying hard no on that. Um over under. Let's do let's get to an over under that will get the people going. I keep on doing charter and Guinnesses. Let's change up this situation. Let's make it over under number of uh, Red Sox games is stupid. I'm getting kind of stale right now. I, I don't know if I can come up with any more. It's been an hour and 12 minutes. I need I need I need a banger to end the pod, Casey. You need um, a good one. You give me this is your MO. You're good at this. I know. I, I know. I need to be at the campfire in your quasi. Oh, would you rather um, have to do a full pre-practice at SLU right now or go to the ticker one night? Actually, not pre-practice, the whole practice. And it's Springfield week. I'm going to the ticker. I, I think I would go to the ticker without it being a would you rather. I think I would no, 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 no. It's like the ticker of the night of wet hot. Like, so you we, are... We never went to Wet Hot. I don't even know what it's like on Wet Hot. It's young. I I went to Wet Hot. I snuck out my freshman year. Wow. Um, yeah, I, I still think I'm going to Wet Hot. I think I'm taking the TikTok body rock. Stop. It's doing a full practice right now. I, I go for old man walks as exercise. You think I'm making it through a practice? I mean... If you're working with the DBs, but I think I could maybe do what the kickers do right now. That's probably it. Um, I'm taking wet hot. Taking practice just because I want to see how tough I am. Um, <laughs> uh, one, one more, last one. Would you rather go to the bagelry for an iced coffee with Kevin, or? Would you rather go to a Yankees game with Sammer and Colin? Now you have a full fall day with Kevin. Just you and Kevin. <laughs> this is a tough one because I don't want Kev to think I don't like him. I love Kevin, but I would rather hammer the Yankees game with Haas and Sammer. That's a that's a that's a good answer. Um, all right, Toyota well, Terrace and just chug a log. Everything in front of us would be great. I'm in. I, I can appreciate the answer. Well, we'll make that it. It's been an hour and 15 minutes. Nooch, thank you for coming on. Go enjoy your Wegmans dinner. Um, 3-0 and in gambling, as I said, not a big deal. Celtics did lose, kind of heartbroken. But uh, you know what? Let's keep going on. Oh, my God, I should take him to jazz. That's my mistake. Um, but All right, Tolver. Thank you for having me.
Boys, love you all. Nuge, thanks for coming. Everyone, thanks for listening. And that is crying for information. Bon voyage. Great. Thank you, Nucci. Bye, buddy.